All right, we are back again in the beautiful Arizona sun to talk about another very important topic from food. What the heck should I eat? I'm on a health journey. I'm learning a lot about health and I'm sharing it with all of you. Now, if you've never done a deep dive or read a book about health or done a ton of research about health, I definitely recommend that it's so important that you do this because... I mean, health is wealth, as a lot of people say. But today, specifically, we're going to talk about three things. We're going to be talking about food confusion, fear, and insecurity, and why nothing makes sense in the world of food. It's the 21st century, and we still haven't connected the dots between what is on our plate and our overall well-being or our human sustainability, shameless plug, and that's just crazy to me. We focus on work, we focus on hobbies, we focus on friends, but we don't focus on the things that just genuinely improve our lives, like eating healthy and real foods, getting regular exercise, deep relaxation, good quality sleep, the things that really matter. Truthfully, when I started my health journey, it was mainly because I just did not want to become another statistic. I did not want to be somebody who had some crazy chronic health disease that's not so crazy because everybody has it. And I didn't want to be the dad or the grandpa that's chained to the recliner for the rest of their lives with no mobility. You know, you can't enjoy the time with your kids, or your grandkids. And so those two things really sparked this whole journey for me. Now that sounds dark, but it's kind of the impending doom that a lot of us are headed towards. Unless you choose to follow this channel subscribe, like it, turn on notifications, all of that. I will help share my knowledge of what I've learned with you to avoid pending doom because impending doom just sounds scary and it's not good for anybody. What I have found on this journey is that food is medicine, specifically real food is medicine. It works better, faster, and cheaper than any drug that's ever been discovered. The right foods even help with prevention, reversal, and the treatment of actual diseases, which is wild. Outside of vaccines and, and medical emergencies, your drug of choice should be food and good real quality foods at that. I haven't taken any sort of drug like Tylenol or prescriptions or ibuprofens, anything like that in over a year. And I attributed a lot to the lifestyle changes that I've made and the foods that I eat. I'm on track to be the healthiest that I've ever been. Now, a big problem is the average person isn't even eating real food anymore. Most of us are eating food-like substances that uh, Dr. Hyman calls frankenfoods. Most of the foods that we eat now have high trans fat, high fructose corn syrup, MSGs, artificial sweeteners and additives, preservatives, pesticides, antibiotics, and allergens caused by genetic breeding and engineering. Just read your food labels. Half the stuff that we put in our body you either can't pronounce or you've never heard of before. Whole foods are simple. The ingredients for a lemon is lemon, and for an avocado is avocado. But it's not your fault because you don't know and the game has sadly been rigged against you from the beginning. Food-like substances have hijacked our taste buds and they've messed with the wiring of our brain chemistry. Sugar is naturally addictive and is the cause of so many problems, so many problems that if this was like a street drug, it would be made illegal in a second. Before my journey, I was on the addictive wheel just like everybody else. A sugary drink or an energy drink or a coffee that's not really coffee for how I started my day, for snacks I had like chips and candy candy. For lunch, I was eating something that was not good for me at all. And at night, I was ordering out. My thought process was this was faster, this was cheaper, this was more efficient. And that's just the way that I lived my life for several years. But when you think about it, on average, Americans spend two hours or more on the internet, something that our grandparents didn't even have when they were growing up. If we can find time to do that, we can definitely find time to cook. 
This was a big change in my life last year. I learned to like cooking because no one had ever taught me how to cook before. No one had ever taught me how to prepare vegetables before. I just enjoyed it. And it's something that a lot of people in my generation and really the generation before me has missed out on. We haven't taught people how to cook. The result is I feel better because I'm making good foods and I know exactly what is in my foods at all times. Now let's talk about the confusion. Why is it that every day some new study is coming out that completely contradicts the previous study when it comes to a certain food group? Why have we seen such a massive of rise in a variety of different diets and do they all work? Why can nobody agree? And with all this confusion, unfortunately, it just leads you to stay in the status quo and continue to eat foods that are just so unhealthy for you. Well, one of the biggest holdups when it comes to food science is how long it takes for us to figure out what it is and what is not good for you. Think about it, like as a human being, it takes decades to get results of the foods that we're putting into our bodies and if they are or not good for you. Like it's not as easy as just testing it on a rat. So it kind of makes sense how pretty frequently we are learning something we didn't know before and we're evolving from that. But just as equally as important as the science itself is understanding who is funding the study that you are seeing. If you're seeing a study that is funded by Pepsi and is saying that sugar is not harmful for you, there is a major red flag there and clearly we have a problem. No, really, those exact studies exist and are out there and people believe them. Our food system is sadly political like most things these days. So politicians and lobbyists are impacting millions of people when it comes to their decision making around what is and what is not healthy. This has led to some serious problems that are not limited to the following. A healthcare crisis that results in the lifestyle choices and the foods that we are eating causing chronic diseases. Escalated debt burdens caused by chronic diseases. An achievement gap based on the fact that children that have problems based on food or obesity can't perform to the levels of other children. This then leads to poor performance and a vicious cycle over the course of their lives. Something people aren't really thinking about, but a lack of fitness for our military candidates in the future. Environmental degradation and climate change caused by the meat industry. And poverty, violence, and social injustice because of poor diets that lead to long-term behavior issues. We need more education about food from sources that we can trust. Not more studies from Mars candy bars saying that candy bars aren't bad for you. You just need to exercise more. That's what everyone always says. That's what a lot of these studies always say. You absolutely cannot out-exercise a bad diet long term. There's a lot more that I have to learn, but finding independent research like this is a start for me and a start for everybody. So if this is the type of content you're interested in, please subscribe, please like, please follow, please turn on notifications so you're always aware of the videos. Comment below. Do everything we can to help spread the word and have the YouTube algorithm push us to the top. If you want, you can check out the video right here that I just did about vegetables or this video right here I did about changing my lifestyle to a vegan lifestyle. Either way, not a scientist, not a doctor, just a normal guy on a quest to better himself.